ಶ್ರವಣಮಂಗಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಮದಾತ ಭುವಿ ಗೃಹಂತೀ ಪುರಿದಾಜನಾಕ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ದ ಲೈಫ್ ಫಾರ್ ದೋಸ್ ಹುರ್ ಸ್ಕರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಹಬ್ ಬಿನ್ಟರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ನೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ವಿಚ್ ವೈಪ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೀನ್ಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಹಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ವಿಚ್ ಬೆನಿಫಿಷಿಯಲ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದಿ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದಿ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ which are inexhaustible, those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty. Om Shanti, 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 peace, 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 It's a chair. Do you need a chair? Give a chair from there. Tonight our topic stories of some vedanta monks as i told you we started this series of talk come let this say based on the second generation monks of the ramakrishna order the first generation the disciples of sri ramakrishna and the second generation those who came in 1910s 1920s and trained by the direct disciples of ramakrishna they are the second generation so i am i belong to the third generation i worked on a book prachin sadhu der katha the stories of the ancient old monks of the ramakrishna order in two volumes it will come in bengali so this manuscript i wrote this is my manuscript it is in bengali i am trying to give you some preview that what are the informations we found in these volumes last two talks i gave on swami ambikananda he was a son of a of the devotees of sri ramakrishna his father's name was nabogopal ghosh and mother's name was nistarini ghosh they are very close devotees of sri ramakrishna 
and when she was in the womb of her mother, when he was in the womb of his mother, her mother decided that I shall give this son to Sri Ramakrishna. So when he was born, the mother carried this little baby and put at the feet of Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna took that baby on his lap and caressed his hand on his head and told him that you keep, you raise this boy, I shall take him at the right time. This Swami was born in 1884. Ramakrishna passed away in 1886. This Swami has a great advantage to be acquainted with Holy Mother, Swami Vivekananda, Brahmananda, and all the Jari disciples of Sri Ramakrishna. So his reminiscences are very, very important to all of us. In 1950s, he reminisced, he recalled his memoirs and Swami Dhirishananda recorded it. And Dhirishananda Ji gave me that diary to me. From that diary I copied this manuscript. So I just told you the source. These stories, the small, small stories and incidents, we do not find any published books, and we find a lo- we shall find a lot of history and the personal life of the Yari disciples of Sri Ramakrishna. Baranagar Math. Sri Ramakrishna passed away in 1886, 16th of August. Some disciples have no home to go back. So Sri Ramakrishna appears before his household as disciple Surendranath Mitra. Hey, Surendra, my children have no place to go after Sri Ramakrishna's passing away. He appeared in the shrine. Make a place for my disciples so that they can leave. So this Baranagar Mat came into existence, most probably in the early part of October 1886. Swami Vivekananda was the leader and few disciples gathered there. So that is Baranagar Mat. Now we have a full monastery there, we built on that place. In that monastery, Swami Shoshi Maharaj, Swami Ramakrishna Nanda, who started that Mailapur Ramakrishna Mart in Madras, he was working alone and other disciples were practicing meditation in the shrine. Swami Vivekananda saw the condition of Shoshi Maharaj, Ramakrishna Nanda, and asked, where are the other boys? Well, they are meditating in the shrine, bas. Swamiji went to the shrine and just scolded the other brother disciples. <laughs> what kind of meditation is this? You are trying to get samadhi and Shoshi is working alone in the shrine, cooking everything? No. Please go and share the shore with, other, with him. Then Swami said, at that time there was 
they used to, the disciples used to sing Kirtan. <laughs> Sometimes they used to improvise some words. The, he mentioned that what they used to sing. Radha Govinda Jaya Shyama Sundara Madana Mahana Vrindavana Chandra Jaya Radha Govinda Jaya Victory to Radha and Govinda Krishna. Shyama Sundara Another name of Krishna, Madana Mohanu, that is another name of Krishna, Vrindavana Chandra, that is another name of Krishna, Jaya, Victory. Then he was thinking, you know, these songs are very monotonous. Let us improvise. Let us put the last word and reverse the words. So they started to say, Radha Govinda Jaya, Dhera Bigondo Jaja. Masara Mandu Damana Hamana Manava Chandraja Jaya. They reverse the words and just make fun out of it so that they can have something new. 25th June 1953. This is the diary note from the diaries. You know, this morning in the Belum monastery, I heard Swamiji's voice. As if Swamiji was singing that famous song with his Tanpura. Achala ghana gahano guna gaue tahari gao anande sabe robi chandra tara Achala ghana gahano guna Man is that God who is the pure consciousness <coughs> sing His glory. O sun, O moon, O stars, all of you sing the glory of God. But Swamiji was singing with such a great ecstatic mood. The all are in that ecstasy. And then Gao Jeeva Jantu Jekhane, he all human beings, all animals and birds, all of you sing, sing, sing the glory of God. When I heard that Swamiji's song, I felt that all beings and animals and they are also singing the glory of God. But he has such power that she could, he could call all these people to sing the glory of God. Swamiji was joined as a, he was a Brahmo. The Brahmas do not believe in Hindu gods and goddesses. Their concept of God is God with qualities but no form. Just like Christian concept of God. So he belonged to that group. Later on he believed in Kali and after coming in contact with Sri Ramakrishna anyhow. Then when the Swamiji, Sri Ramakrishna, Swamiji was a great singer. Swamiji asked, Sri Ramakrishna asked Swamiji, why don't you sing the the uh, sh- song of the Divine Mother. <laughs> well, it's, sir, I do not believe your Kali and all those things, you know. <laughs> yeah. You are such a great soul, you will not take the joy of the dualistic God. He, he was belonged to non-dualistic, you, know, you see, that was his philosophy. Huh. So you come one day after your college. So Swamiji came to Dakshineshwar. 
Sri Ramakrishna took rest after his lunch. Then in the afternoon, Swamiji was playing a tanpura. Sri Ramakrishna bought a tanpura for him, string instrument. And Ramlal, Sri Ramakrishna's nephew, was playing the drum, tabla. And Swamiji started to sing the glory of the Divine Mother. And he was in such, it was Sri Ramakrishna's grace. His hand was stopped. He could not pull the string anymore. He is in such an ecstatic mood. Then Sri Ramakrishna told Ramlal, don't play any more tabla because he will not come back from his ecstasy. Now slowly sing that song near his ear so that slowly his mind will come down in the lower plane. Come a little bit forward. Then Sri Ramakrishna Shamiji said, Sir, there is so much joy in this in the in the God with form I have and I did not have this kind of experience before. Sri Ramakrishna was very happy. One day Shami Akhandaranda was singing Chonji with some melody, some with some you know, with a chanting way. Swamiji says, What are you doing? Bring tabla, pakwaj. I shall sing whole chonji with different ragas and raginis. But let me tell you, if you chant any God's name, some people, some ustad, some, you know, the classical singers, they only show their talent. Their mind is not with the mantra. That is not very good. Swamiji cautioned him. That, you know, some people, they show their how much melody they know about these uh, hymns, but that is not the case. You know, your focus should be on the meaning and the. Then the Swami said, there are some people, they perhaps love to eat something and they buy those things and offer to the Lord. And they say, oh, today we shall have to give a nice money offering to the Lord. That means they have a desire to eat that same food. Well, <laughs> 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 it happened in Vrindavan, Swami Turiyananda offered some fancy, some devotees brought some fancy food. He offered to the Lord and took a little in his tongue and remaining he dropped into the Ganges, into the Yamuna. But uh, that means I will be greedy for that beer, when I tempted to eat this food. When these monks have so much control over the tongue and they say, Jitam Rasam Jitya Sarve, Bhagavatam says, the person who has controlled the tongue, tongue he has controlled the other senses. The Swami was sometimes funny, but if one drunkard was crossing the Ganges, when the boat came in the middle of the river, there was a storm, and the boat was about to, you know, Tapsi Charbi was about to sink. Then, <laughs> then the, the drunkard, he was praying to the Divine Mother, Mother, save our boat. 
as soon as I go to the shore, I shall give you sixteen annas, means one rupee offering, mother. So the boat was saved. When he came to this other shore, he put one rupee, you know, from his hand, and below he put another hand. Mother, here I offered the money to you, and then mother now give me prasad. <laughs> With the upper hand, you know, drop the money and you know, Mother, here I give that I promise to you that I shall give you one rupee as a offering. Here I give to you. Mother, now you give me the prasad. <laughs> believe, believe. In Banaras, there was a monastery for the Donji, Donji Shadu. And one Bengali, you see, Exal Bengali some women went to see those monks. So he was peeping through the window, through the door, that who were these monks. Then he found this his brother-in-law is one of the groups. Then he said, you Money, leaving your wife, you show them temporary renunciation. You come and join here. Come, go home. Let us go. You are, you are right, sister-in-law. These people may be donji. All right, let me go back home. Money, temporary renunciation. You see, but as he had a quarrel with his wife, so went to the monastery, and that renunciation did not last long. I heard that you know in in Burma in 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 in, in Thailand, all men a certain period of his time must go to the monastery, and then they come back and get married. You know, but like, you did this Rabi sometimes. He was a great musician. But like one girl, she, she has a nasal voice, and she wanted to learn singing, so. Say she is singing. Tonaye tano tarini. Tonaye mene o tarini. O mother, divine mother, please save this child. So she was so disgusted to hear her own voice. So she was telling, Don't say, Yama nizari bhalo laksena tarar gaiboki. Mane shame that this. Song does not. I, I am not pleased with seeing, hearing this own song. I do not know how we will, other, how other people can like it. So he, she stopped singing. <laughs> Sometimes the swamis have their own jokes and other things. It was Kalpataru day, first January 1886. Ramakrishna became wish fulfilling tree. He blessed many disciples, devotees, touching the chest. Bilumin, Tomade Chuitan Hok, and gave illumination to all these people who were there, nearly 30 people. So, his father, Swami Ambikananda, his father was not present. So, he came, it happened at 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. He came in the evening, so Swamiji asked him, Go, ask something from the Master. So he went to Sri Ramakrishna's room. Sir, I know you blessed so many people today, but will you do something for me? 
Will you be able to meditate a, a little bit? I have wife, several children, full-time job. Why do I have time for meditation? Will you be able to little job pump? That time also I don't have. Will you be able to repeat my name? Oh, that I can do, sir. <laughs> that will be enough. So, he used to say, Jai Ram Krishna, Jai Ram Krishna. So, the, when he used to come back from his job, he was an accountant, come back from his job, the children on the street, he used to say, Jai Ram Krishna, Jai Ram Krishna, and he used to distribute candies to them. So all children, just they knew that this man will come from the office and will bring a lot of candies. They will, standing on the street, they will sing and joy, Jai Ram Krishna, Jai Ram Krishna. Then he will get candies. <laughs> so some people say, that what are you doing? But at least you know, this unconsciously, unknowingly, this Ramakrishna is going inside, going inside these children. This is 4th July 1953. My mother, my Sri Ramakrishna told my mother that, you know, the Divine Mother in the temple has so many jewelry, you must put on some good jewelry. So my mother used to go with jewelry and one day Sri Ramakrishna was meditating in his room and, and you see, if you have many bangles in your hand, Sometimes he will move your hand, it makes some noise. So it made some noise, immediately Sri Ramakrishna's Samadhi broke. Sri Ramakrishna said, What is this? Why are you making so much noise? Don't you understand? The person who is inside me, he merged into the infinite. And if I go with a link, and if this link is cut, I shall never be come back to my body. Don't make any noise. You know, these things we have never heard, that how during Samadhi, a person's mind, you know, goes into the infinite, from the infinite, how he comes back to the finite. Sri Ramakrishna demonstrated. If he now has to pare, Sanjok Tartha, Shriya Jete Pare, the wire, this connecting wire, it can be cut. And so I shall never be able to come back to this body. But in this next day, from then on, my mother used to tie the, put the, all the jewelry upper hand and tie it so that it will not make any noise. Yeah, I have never, we have never heard such stories, I tell you frankly. One day Sri Ramakrishna was watching Udokshinath temple, you see. See this, all this, this, this decoration, or decoration, the, but Sri Ramakrishna said, do you know what? That temple is getting goosebumps. Because holding the Divine Mother inside, even the temple is so happy. The temple itself is getting goosebumps. By pointing the temple, Sri Ramakrishna said. One day Sri Ramakrishna saw the Divine Mother on the parapet on the upper and with disabled hair was watching the Ganges. Sri Ramakrishna shouted from his veranda, Hey Beti, pode jabi, pode jabi. You girl, don't go farther, you will fall. She could see the Divine Mother with open eyes. <coughs> Sri 
sometimes master would talk with inaudible voice most people could not understand that kind of language but one day some people or saw ramdhanu that rainbow that a rainbow is coming from the northern part of the temple garden and with the with the on the on the and the light was falling at the feet of the divine mother kali in the, inside the temple then people watched the light that from what is the source they found it was coming from sri ramakrishna's face sri ramakrishna was meditating in the panchavati we have never heard this story this is something new sri ramakrishna was immersed in samadhi under in the panchavati Sri Ramakrishna had one, two, three, four. Sri Ramakrishna's four disciples are married. Swami Adityananda was married; his wife died. Yogananda was married; his wife later on became a nun. Swami Brahmananda was married; his wife died. Swami Shivananda married. but they are all nor of brahman sri ramakrishna demonstrated that ishwar kochi unaffected shami shivananda came and said i am marriage is there any hope for me sri ramakrishna touched his body and said satchidananda sagare dube ja mane dive deep into the ocean of satchidananda and took away last from his mind so in yogananda marriage and says i have no hope i am married my spiritual life is gone sri ramakrishna brought him to dokshineshwar if you want to realize god with wife bring your wife here i can do that and if you want to realize god without your wife that also i can do he can do anything he wanted to avatar god in human form <coughs> i will travel with shami brahmananda to rameshwaram south india we got down from the train shami brahmananda and shami ramkrishnananda went straight to the temple to visit the deity and we carried the luggage to the house and maharaj came and scolding us he used to be to set fire all the luggage it is the rule that first you must visit the deity in the temple you know it shows the jari disciples of sri ramakrishna demonstrated what is called god first then the world believe well, i am we are going to bangalore and the devan maharaja of which is called the the mysore maharaja's devan will come to receive shami brahmananda so in the train we dressed him and put a turban on his head and it was decided that maharaj will have to give a talk maharaj was very nervous 
Shami Ramakrishnananda says, Shoshi, Arkhya Jami, Shoshi Maharaj said, You will not have to give lecture, Maharaj. I shall give the lecture. Otherwise, you who want to give a talk, I shall write down, you just read that paper. Maharaj was reluctant about all those things. Maharaj, don't worry, I shall, I shall manage. He was very nervous, like a child. Then Maharaj read that paper and then he gave a talk. It so happened, I heard from Swami Satprakashananda. When Swami Brahmananda went to Madras, the Madras devotee said, Will he talk? Will he give a lecture? Swami Ramakrishnananda says, Ha! This man will talk? They do not talk. One or two words come from his lips, we twist it and make a lecture. Their spiritual dynamo, their one glance, one touch can give God's realization. They do not talk, lecture. <laughs> Maharaj gave a talk. You know, all distinguished people came because he was the president of the Ramakrishna order. It was Swami Brahmananda's nature. Wherever you will go, he will plant some trees and plants and some vegetable garden. He will go South India. He brought Nagalingam flowers, tree and planted in Belurbat. And from Bengal, Though party full, he will go to, to Bangalore and South India. Flowers must be exchanged from, from Northern India and Southern India. Amazing person. He says the two persons never betray, tree and the cow. <laughs> Trees will give you fruits, flowers, even when they are dead they will give you firewood. And the cows, they will give you milk, if not cow dung. You will give something, you will never, these cows and trees never betray. He always emphasized, plant some pumpkin or cucumber, at least some fruits, some vegetables will come to the home, in the, in the, on the roof, on the, in India, on the thatched roof, they used to grow pumpkin, various kinds of gold. Yes. He was always, because he always wanted the monastery to be self-sufficient. Swami Brahmananda had tremendous staginess, which we, Swami, and, and patience. Swamiji did not have that kind of thing. Swamiji was a hurricane. Tremendous speed. Brahmananda was not like that. Very quiet. Any problem comes, come tomorrow. Next day, my stomach is not good today, come tomorrow. <laughs> then, Maharaj, today my mind is not working, come tomorrow. <laughs> In this way he will harass, believe. Do you know why? Sometimes problems, time solves many problems. Sometimes this person will think that what is problem, what is wrong in me. It happened. 
I heard from a Swami. There are two monks, they had some kind of conflict. So this monk was very much humiliated. He came to Swami Brahmananda Maharaj, you will have to take an action. You come tomorrow. Next day, he could not bear it, fell at Maharaj's feet and said, Maharaj, you will have to do something. Do you know what did he do? He put his hand on his head and said, My boy, do you remember why did you leave home? That one sentence solved the problem. Do you remember why you left your parents, your brother, sister, family, who are hurt and home? What what? That one sentence solved the problem. Sometimes we forget our ideal goal. You have come to realize God not to fight and quarrel with the people. You see, we 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 these little little incidents episodes will solve many problems in our family life, daily life, you know. We need some patience. So so Shami, when Swamiji died, Swami Shuddhanandaji told Swami Brahmananda Maharaj, you will have to rule this order like Swamiji. Well, that is not my nature. Why don't you be the president? <laughs> he used to have the mass, make Shuddhananda the president. One person was going from Calcutta by boat and reached the destination and he found he was supposed to do some work there. He found a, a boat is coming to Calcutta at a very cheaper price, only. But so he came back and he wrote that you know, I got a cheap return boat, so I, I did not land, I came back. <laughs> you see, some people are very strange in this world, you say. Swami Turiyanandas, Nwara Brahman, disciple of Sri Ramakrishna, some of his attendants, Swami Brahma, he used to take their service. But I am taking the service from you, I shall also give service. You take care of my body, I shall take care of your soul. He used to share the spiritual, give his spiritual instructions and, and some scriptural knowledge he used to share with these brahmacharis. It was Banaras, 1912. Holy Mother wanted to go to Sharanath <coughs> and Maharaj also went to Sharanath. So while returning, they exchanged the horse carriage. The Fitan, the best one, Maharaj took, and Maharaj took the other one. So that carriage, while just turned, the sharp turn, it overturns. Mother's carriage was safe, but Maharaj was injured. And, and one young boy says, I see Kil Bilko, three, four people are moving inside the car, you know, upside down. 
<laughs> the Maharaji was smiling. Hey, Tabu says the kill bill course. Hey, Tabu, there's a story about Tabu. He was a brother of Bhushishan. He was great devotee of, young devotee of Swami Brahmananda. So he made some mistakes, you know, some moral lapses. So he was afraid to come to Brahmananda anymore. So he used to stay away. So one noon time he came to Balaram Mandir. Maharaj saw him from a distance. Tabo! Maharaj. Maharaj heard about his lapses, you know. Have you seen water buffalo? Yes, Maharaj. It has a very big horn, buffalo, big horn. Have you seen that? Yes, Maharaj. If a mosquito sits on the horn of a buffalo, does buffalo feel? <laughs> he kept quiet. I am that water buffalo. <laughs> when you made a little mistakes, it does not bother me. Come. That is the reason they are called Putit Pavan the saviour of the fallen. They can raise your mind at any plane, at any time. Swamiji had several pets, goat, deer, dog, some birds and various beasts. <laughs> Swan, dark. <laughs> when Swamiji was in Belurmat, his, his, all these animals would follow him like a regiment. <laughs> and when there's a dong, 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 the dinner bell or food bell, all animals will come and stand. <laughs> and Matru, Swamiji's goat, rose Shabandi's. Swamiji used to bathe that goat with soap. <laughs> and sometimes he used to say, Chal chal chali chal shahur Benaras. Let us go to Benaras city. In this way, he used to sing and the goat used to dance. <laughs> I heard another story. That goat has a... In Belun Mata, you see, we do not have refrigerator. And Swamiji needs some tea in the morning. So in the morning, they need a little milk. What to do the milk? They milk the goat. So that goat, the other is so long, it was almost touching the ground. So Swamiji asked Ram Maharaj, says, Hey, dumbbell, cabla, lift these back legs, you know, <laughs> up. So that he can milk the <laughs> he can milk the goat. Then after saying, "Hey, I just told you, Kabla, everyone is stupid, dumbbell. Do you do you do you mean? Did you mean? Look, namrup mitha, name and form are not real. But that penetrates inside me." That Nuara Brahman said, Namrup Mitha, name and form are not real. You know, even their schooling is a great lesson. One a scholar came to Swami Vivekananda and said, 
on the same court where Swamiji was there. But after some time, he just sat at the feet of Swamiji. Believe Swamiji's that personality, magnanimity, that but nobody could deny it. Leader. He is a prophet. Even his brother's disciples would sometimes were scared to go near him. Tremendous personality. Believe Shaman Shamiji would go by boat. Bellurma to Calcutta, three, four miles by boat. Calcutta is the west side, uh, sorry, east side. Bellurma is the west side of the Ganges. So when Swamiji would go by boat, you know, his beautiful form, the, the image, his hair, and it's like a Purusha Shingo, like a man lion, seated on the boat and looking like this. And his Padma Palas Lotion, Lotus Eye. You know, if you read the reminiscences of Vivekananda, everybody mentions Swamiji's eyes. Fascinating eyes. When you sleep, his eyelids would never close. Protruding eyes. Shibonetra. Swamiji's. Believe when we see Swamiji was leaving from Calcutta, as if whole balloon might become becomes dark. Ondhukar vajjitu. But when Swamiji, Swamiji was a Marathi disciple, named Nishalananda, he was a, in army, became Swamiji's disciple. During his death, he all of a sudden he shouted in Konkal, in Hardwar. He worked in the hospital. He, he jumped from the bed. Hey, Swamiji has risen. Swamiji has come. Swamiji has come. Then he gave a Shastanga pranam to Swamiji. Just before death, Swamiji has come. My Guru has come to take me. Swamiji wanted everybody should be, you know, aim at the highest, be the highest. If Swamiji did not like him in Nambi, Pambi, Chief and lower class. Be the highest. Luchito Bhandar, Luchito Bhandar, Marito Gondar. If you want to hunt, hunt a rhinoceros. And if you want to loot, loot a treasury. <laughs> that is Swamiji's words. Man is always the top. Don't be second class, third class. Always be the first class. That's all. <laughs> you are eating. What are you eating? Like an, like an animal, like a bhala mandu. But when you eat, see that what you are eating, you know. One day Swamiji was cleaning the the drain of Belur Monastery. So some distinguished people came from Calcutta to see him. Sir, what are you doing? Uh, you are cleaning, is you, why are you doing such a menial job, you know, cleaning the drain? Ah, Swamiji shouted. Are you human beings? That another human being will come and serve you? You cannot do your own work, 
by yourself. Look, yeah, well, then become very. Well, I heard the story of Ishachandra Vidyasagar. You know, in India, when the trains come, the coolies, they come to carry your luggage. So, a, a young man, he was a small suitcase. He was, hey, coolie, hey, coolie. So, Ishachandra Vidyasagar came and carried the, oh, sir, what do you want? But he carried my suitcase. He put a suitcase, Vidyasagar, <laughs> the great scholar and great learned man carrying the suitcase. <laughs> then he said, then we wanted to give the money to him. But I don't take money. I just carried your luggage. Who are you? My name is Shachandra Vidyasagar. My goodness. Then he said, young man, try to do your own work. <laughs> In Vidyasagar, another story we heard. He was the principal of the Sanskrit college in Calcutta. So he went to see the education minister. He is a British. He put his two legs on the on the on the on the table and talked to Vidyasagar. He even did not ask Vidyasagar to sit because he was a native and British. So when Vidyasagar one day the that minister that education minister he came to see super see Vidya to to. Sanskrit college, Vidyasagar put his two legs on the on the on the table and and he sat like this. Then the British he became very angry, you know that you do not know how to pay respect. But we know that your people are very civilized people. We learned this thing from you. <laughs> <laughs> then we heard them Ashutosh Mukherjee. He was and during the British period, Indians could not go in by first class. But he was the justice of the Calcutta High Court and vice chancellor, very big man. So he, when the first class compartment is set, and this British, what he did, he took his coat and threw away into, into the into the from the train through the window. So he got up, he did not find his coat. Hmm. He realized that this man a fellow threw away. So he took his shoes and that Englishman's shoes, he was also sleeping, shoes and threw away <laughs> threw away to the window. So then the Englishman got up and when he came to the station, got up and said, What are my shoes? Oh, your shoes! Your shoes have gone to pick up my coat. <laughs> I remember we, we, I used to stay there, the Gentali Advaita Ashrama. It was the place of the Upendra Narandev. He was so rich. Great Jaminjar in Calcutta. I heard that, you know, once the, the governor came to their home, so they put notes, bills, all the money on the, over, the, over the street so that the governor can walk over the road, over the money. There's so much rich. And he was very alcoholic. So, so 
he used to say Swami Shuddhananda, even myself both went to Swamiji, you became a monk and I became a drunkard. <laughs> well, Swamiji said, whatever you do, do in wholeheartedly. So I wholeheartedly I do. Upendranana Stevi, he made an endowment. So every Sunday we give some charities to the poor people. One day I asked Swamiji, Swamiji, please do something for me. Swamiji was very, you are a young boy, wait, 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 you will get. Then I was afraid to Swami Brahmananda. Brahmananda was his guru. Then slowly my fear left. When Swamiji was meditating, was giving initiation to Swami Shuddhananda, and, hey, during meditation, do you think a pot? Again he meditated, yes. Yes, I used to meditate. She believed he is omniscient, he knew what is in my mind and how, what I do. He is a Nora Brahman, he knows. Then one day he, Swamiji was showing his hand. You know, I can grasp your mind like this and grab it and I can throw away any place I want. Swamiji said about Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna had the power, he could take your mind and can squeeze in any way he wants to make shape. Like a lump of clay, you take it and may squeeze it. Sri Ramakrishna could just take somebody's mind and can remove all samaskaras, anything he can wanted to do. Kapal Mochan. What is written on the forehead, he could change it. Swamiji had originality in every respect. Look, he made an alkhala, that you know, long gown and he made button here and um, previously just like an apron but he made some kind of design and was nice and his cap also you know previously the monkey cap only this portion is out and all are covered but Swamiji made the cap in this way and then sometimes if it is cold you can cover it but if it is not cold you can fold it and put it inside well it is all Swamiji's originality that kind of cap Ramakrishna missions monks, you will see that kind of cap, you know, this way, and then they can fold it outside. But if it is cold, too cold, they can brush it down and cover the ear also. But that Swamiji made that design. That is his pattern. Swamiji, in the beginning, did not believe in ghosts. Sri Ramakrishna said, what do you mean? Do, do, do you want to see ghosts? Go such and such place. Swamiji went there and would map, map. That is the aquarium. So many ghosts are there. <laughs> but in Baranugar Mat, they sometimes in the winter time, they did not have sufficient warm clothing at all. Even the thin dhoti. <laughs> Swamiji said, hey, bring the mridango, the drum. And he played and believe, now sing and dance, then the cold will go away. But that is the way they will heat their body during winter time. So singing and dancing. You know, this is all intimate informations. But the Boranugar Mart was, it was a haunted house. 
The cook was, uh, name is Ganguly. Is, that is his surname. In the, in the, in the shade, when the kitchen does not have sufficient light, a kerosene oil lamp. So he was cooking. <laughs> he saw that when he was making some, frying some fish, the ghost exchanged his hand. Could you give me peace? And the Ganguly shouted and said, I shall not work here, I shall not work here. Swamiji was in Gopalal Shields garden house. He heard when he went to the bathroom, he heard, Ogo Kiyasu Amai Rokkakaro, who is here? Please protect me, save my life. Then Swamiji inquired, and what is the matter? I heard these things, a voice in the bathroom. Then I heard that previously it was the house of a rich landlord. And they used to bring girls and dance and singing and all this. You know, rich people, they are Baganbadi, garden house. So all the bilash. Yes. Well, it's the one, they murdered one girl and buried there. Well, Shambhabu went to Kashmir. And in Ulan Lake, he did some hunting and killed two bears. And then he brought in the houseboat the skin of the two bears. One skin he gave to Shain Brahmananda. Brahmananda brought that bear skin to Calcutta. And sometimes in Balaram's house in Calcutta, North Calcutta, they have many children. And they, Swami Brahmananda used to play with them. So one noon time, Swamiji put, Brahmananda put that bear skin and was frightening the children. Then, Tulsi Ramel made Chile on the Bats at the Hoya Kachin. So, most of them, they're bam, they were so afraid they ran away. But a little boy, he said, Hmm, I'm a boy, Patsina, to me, a mother, Maharaj. I shall not be afraid. I know you are Maharaj. We're saying so. He grabbed Maharaj's two feet. The Maharaj took him on his lap, you know, up, and he said, if you really know the Atman, then Atman will embrace you. Then he quoted from the Kato Upanishad, Yame Bhaisa Brunuti Tena Laibhya Vibrunuti Tonung Swam Tase Atma Vibrunuti Tonung Swam Jama Tolcho Nociketa Jam Eva Esha Brunuti whom Atman chooses, tena libhya, that person attains the Atman. Tusya esha atma vibhrunuti tonung swam. Mani, if, as if you embrace God, God will embrace you. That you mentioned. Yomam jayati sangrame yoma darpam vyapohuti yome pratibalo loke some bharta bhavishyati. When I think it is Mahishashur or I think Shumbhavan or Shumbha said, Mother Durga, I want to marry you. But you want to marry me? That person can marry me who can defeat me in war and, and destroy my ego. I want to marry a person who, can, who is strong. So that person can be my husband. It is in Chonji. So, <laughs> If you can 
conquer your probritti, worldly tendencies, if you can conquer, then nibritti, your God, path of God, you can conquer. That is the meaning. It is the esoteric meaning of that verse. 29th July 1953, Madras Mott. Swami Brahmananda was seated in his room. Shoshi Maharaj, Swami Ramakrishnananda was reading Ramanuja's philosophy in a Tamil book, it's a big volume. There, that author criticized Shankara's philosophy. Swami Ramakrishnananda became mad. He threw away the book and was shouting. Hish, hish. I believe <laughs> criticized Shankara, you know, Vedanta. Swami became very mad. Then and he was shouting. Then Swami Brahmananda went to his room, brother, what happened? Look, this fellow criticized Shankara. And Maharaj was laughing. <laughs> We are coming back from Bhubaneswa to Calcutta by train, second class. Maharaj was lying down on one, one, one seat. I was lying down and next to my seat, another Westerner also was lying down. And he was coughing and, and asking me all questions. Who is this Maharaj? Who is this, that? And Maharaj, and he was, <coughs> he was coughing. So Swami Maharaj said, Ha! show. When I turn your side, don't talk to him. When he, that person might have some disease, you know, some kind, some tuberculosis patients, you know, if they cough in, cough in front of you, it, it is contagious. But turn your side, don't talk. Maharaj was very fond of the climate, especially of Puri. It is on the sea coast, Shoshi Niketan. He made flower garden around the house. He quite often he used to go to visit Jagannath with barefoot. Maharaj Bhajanshipta, the place of Shiva he will practice austerity. For that reason he made monastery in Bhubaneshwar. He said there is a spiritual current blows. Swamiji said Shai Brahmananda says, in Vrindavan, spiritual current blows in the afternoon. In Banaras, all in the morning. Sometimes, you know, if you go to Belur, if you visit Belurmat, four to six morning, you will feel a spiritual current blows. With all the devotees come for Mangalarati in Sam Krishna's temple. At that time, if you look around, you can feel it. Really, you can feel it. I stayed there two years, I know. Just really, there is something. Four to six. And another place, he says, noontime is a good spiritual atmosphere. In Puri, some places he mentioned, some, some places in Vrindavan, 
midnight. He mentioned that when he heard the spiritual current blows in some places, in some holy places. But once Maharaj had a desire to make some shingara, samosa, and we shall feed Holy Mother. So my guru, Swami Shankarananda, heard that his guru's desire. He went and brought some flour, ghee, some shuji, and some potato, and made some, some stuff and with a little spice and made some shingara, hot shingara at 4.30, 5 o'clock. They made a lot of fried things and showed Shah Maharaj. Maharaj was very happy. Carry to Holy Mother. So Holy Mother said, my goodness, even the shops have not opened and you brought all this hot food for us for breakfast. But Maharaj, feeding Holy Mother, Swami Brahmananda was so happy. Swami Shankarananda Ji had that time, you know, he can feel what is in Guru's mind and immediately he will fulfill it. Shoshi Maharaj was going in Madras to give a class. On the way back, he bought some groceries and one package of the grocery was torn. So it was something coming out. He was asking the horse carriage driver, Drive quickly so that we can reach soon. <laughs> then when he came, he says, Hey, I shall not give you any money. You did not drive your carriage quickly. But I cannot just give more speed than I have. Oh, then why is your, your horse is so weak? You do not feed the horse. <laughs> but he's putting one blame on another. <laughs> like a child. You do not feed your horse, so the horse does not run properly. <laughs> but I, we are laughing, <laughs> seeing this Nora Brahman and how they behave. <laughs> but Purana Mati was in the Chalagar, one day I was smoking and Maharaj was coming from, Shoshi Maharaj was coming for, for his bath. Seeing him, I stopped me. But no, 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 smoke, smoke, it is all right. Seventh <laughs> August, 1953, it was the birthday of Swami Ramakrishna Nanda. Sri Ramakrishna always loved hot food. So one day he was carrying a bowl of hot milk in his hand and he was shouting, You huh? want hot food? My hand is burning. You want hot food. He is talking and shouting and quarreling with Sri Ramakrishna from the kitchen. He is carrying these things to the shrine in Belun, in Madras. And the hand was, one layer of his skin was burning. Huh. You want hot food? And look, my hand is burned. You know, it shows what is called love. These disciples of Ramakrishna demonstrated the Madras Maud, there was a rain, water was dripping. He will go and hold the umbrella so that master can sleep. In summertime, Madras is very hot. Oh, it is hot. Master is not getting sleep. He will go to the shrine and Sri Ramakrishna put, put Sri Ramakrishna's picture on the bed. He started to fan whole light. This is called love. They demonstrated what is true religion.
I think I did one hour up to this tonight. So I finished more or less some Ambikananda. So I gave three lectures, three talks on Ambikananda. He is very, very, I went to their home, it is in Ramakrishnapur, Haura. And Swamiji went to their home and composed that hymn, Sthapakaya Dharmaisya Sarva Dharma Sarupine Avatara Burishthaya Ramakrishnaya Tenama. That hymn he composed in their home. And Just you I think you don't know this time. previous time when I was in India, I expressed my desire to visit their home, they sent me a car and I went to them. So anyhow, this Swami was born in eighteen eighty four and died in nineteen fifty four. I never met him. But these are the many unknown reminiscences we got from his record from his memoirs, which are not in some are more many of them are not in the books. Some of the stories I put in they lived with God. Some of his stories of his mother. Anyhow, tonight is my last class in the, in, the, in this season. Now the Bhajananda will give class every Saturday here and then I shall come back in the middle of January. And then I shall return middle of February, another month, perhaps another four classes I shall be able to give you in winter. So today is our last short song. I shall return to St. Louis next Saturday. I really enjoyed my this short song. Do you know what? I don't need any preparation. <laughs> and just I See, my eyes are in Bengali, but I do not see it because I know these things and I can speak. <laughs> what is in Bengali is just running. I, go and I spoke in a free translation of the things of the manuscript. It came 825 pages, the manuscript. It will come in two volumes in Bengali first. So you, I am giving you some preview. Then it should be translated into English. I uh, that somebody will do, not me, for us. <laughs> Won't like it. Yeah, you won't, it won't be a good translation, so you better translate it. Translation is an art. Yeah, they won't do a good job, sorry. <laughs> You'll hate it if somebody else does. <laughs> I, I heard somebody say, do you know translation? First of all, you must have knowledge of both languages. Second, you must love that book. Third, you should not have any ego. You must know what is in the mind of the author. Fourth, the translation should not be literal. At the same time, it should not be too free. free. Fifth, this should flow. Translation must be faithful and beautiful. Some translations, or some Indian writers, you know, they translate Upanishad Gita, very faithful, but awkward. It does not make, sometimes it is not beautiful. It should be faithful and beautiful. That is the secret 
of translation. So it is really an art, it's not that everybody can translate. You will have to feel, you will have to warn with the author and you can feel it. So Swami, I endorse Swami Bhajarananda's request. When you translate to English, all these criteria will be met. <laughs> well, that Calcutta people are now requesting me to translate the Holy Mother's book into Bengali. <laughs> A- 876 pages book. I said, no way, I am too old. <laughs> I wrote the original, now you people translate it. I mean, look, in Kannada, they, they lived with God, God lived with them, all these books they translated into Kannada, in Telugu, in Tamil, in Gujarati, in other languages they are translating, in Hindi, in Marathi. But the Marathi Swami wrote to me, Mother's book, please give me permission to translate. I have six translators ready. Money ready. Only give us permission. So I am sure I shall give you, I give you permission in Pune. Swami engaged six very good devotees and good scholars, good background. They are translating whole Holy Mother's book, 876 pages into Marathi. Well, we have money. Will you read it before they publish it? Huh? Will you read it before they publish it? I do not know that language. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know that language. But anyhow, with that I was telling that Vedanta voice of freedom it has been translated into German, Dutch, Spanish, Croatia, Lithuania, and Bengali. Many languages. All right. Thank you. Anyhow, I hope now your machine worked. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.